What's going on everybody? Is your phone currently blowing up every single day with new leads that are desperate to list with you? Or are you just spending all of your day dealing with leads that just completely waste your time? If you'd like to learn how to actually get people to be attracted to your business so that they want to work with you and become clients, then make sure you listen to this episode. So here's the big mystery. How do frustrated real estate agents like us, who are sick and tired of cold calling, door knocking, and trying to get Facebook ads to work, who want to grow a million dollar business, how do we generate high quality real estate leads that actually convert into commission, yet still have plenty of time for our family, friends, and the rest of our lives? That's the blaring question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply, and share my journey to seven figures and beyond. My name is Connor Clark, and welcome to Real Estate Agent Radio. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Real Estate Agent Radio. My name is Connor Clark, and if this is the first time you're joining us on this podcast, then welcome. Thank you so much for being here, and thank you so much for joining on my journey as I look to grow my seven-figure business so that you can learn and I can share with you the exact ways that I am growing my business so that you can do it in your own business as well. And what I want to talk about in this episode is how do you build an attraction business? How do you have leads attracted to you so you're not constantly going out there having to search and hunt for new leads? And how do you get leads coming to you that are of super high quality so that they don't waste your time? They actually turn into listings, they actually turn into buyer clients, and they do that quickly, not in 12 months or 24 months or even you know, 10 years of talking to them. How do you find those kind of leads? How do you find high quality leads that are actually going to list? Now, if this is the first time you're listening to this podcast, may I suggest maybe pausing this episode, going back to episode one and listening from the beginning. There is a sequence to these episodes are coming out. And if you want to get the most value, if you want to get the most out of this podcast and out of this content, then I suggest going back, listen to the beginning. You'll hear all about in episode one, my business, my failure and how I um, struggled in my first 12 months of my business and how I turned it around. And then every single episode after that is really just introducing you to the ways that I actually turned my own real estate business around so that I was actually having success, which as you'll find in episode one, I definitely was not having in my first 12 months. So might suggest going back, listening to the beginning and then binging your way through so you can catch up to where we are right now in episode 36, I think. Um, The purpose of this podcast, um, if you are joining us for the first time, the purpose of this podcast is just to document my own personal journey as I look to grow my new business to seven figures. Now, why do I want to do that? Well, I basically just want you guys to be able to follow along so that I can share what I'm learning, what I'm doing and what's working in my own business so that you guys can implement that in your own business as well and you can have similar successes. I want this to be a community of people who are all working together to grow our own million dollar businesses so that we can share our successes. And I think the best way of doing that is just by documenting my own personal journey and sharing what's working for me so that you guys can follow along. Um, Also, uh, it would be great also if you guys could just subscribe. Um, I just want to get the formalities out of the way quickly at the beginning. But if you could subscribe, if you could also rate and leave a review, um, that would be amazing. Uh, that helps get the podcast out to a whole new of new people. And since the podcast has just launched on iTunes as well, there's like a really great opportunity to get onto um, you know, some amazing lists and really get this message and this journey out to as many people as possible so that we can grow this community fast and have as many people involved as possible, which I think would be awesome. So um, formalities out of the way. What I want to talk about today is getting leads attracted to you, building that attraction business, generating high quality leads that are coming into your business rather than you having to go out and search for them. Now, when I first got into real estate, 
I very much did not have an attraction type of business and attraction lead generation strategy. What I had was a very typical real estate agent model, a really typical lead generation model. Um, when I got in, I came from a, a, a elite athlete background. I was a rower, so I didn't know much about business. I didn't know how to get leads. I didn't know how to close leads. I didn't know how to sell homes or buy homes. I had nothing. I came in with no knowledge of how to do any of that. So what I did was I actually... I became a sponge and I listened to every podcast I could find. I watched every YouTube video I could find. I would sit there for hours just searching as much as I possibly could on YouTube. Um, I pretty much have a YouTube education um, when it comes to pretty much everything because I just love learning things on there. Um, I went to seminars. I went to conferences and I just asked questions of agents that I was working with and who were in the marketplace just trying to learn as much as I possibly could. And what I pretty much got from everyone that I spoke to and all the real estate experts was that I needed to be prospecting. I needed to start to grow my business by prospecting for leads. So that's what I did. I cold called, I door knocked, I you know, did direct mail, I tried to learn Facebook ads, I was putting content out on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, um, any platform that was even remotely popular in the marketplace that I was working on. I... Uh, I did special anniversary cards that went out to homes when they, you know, they had an anniversary of when their house had sold. Did that every month. That was a lot of effort. Um, <clears throat> I tried a whole bunch of different things. and I was super, super busy and in an action mode trying to generate leads. Um, now, there's two types of ways you can generate leads in real estate. The first way is that you can go out and you can hunt for those leads, you can prospect, you can search for them. The second way is you can have those leads attracted to you. Now that's what all top real estate agents learn is that their business becomes an attraction business. So they build a brand for themselves in an area. Um, but that takes a long time typically when you're doing it the way that most agents have done it. They build this brand and leads are coming into their business. Their people are being attracted to them. They're not out there actively searching for leads because as we know, that takes a lot of time to do. But when you're first starting out, that's what we're told to do. We're told that we need to be prospecting instead of prescribing. Now I'll get into prescribing leads and how you can do that later in the podcast, but I just want you guys to understand that there are two types of ways to generate leads from the beginning. Prospecting, where you're out there, you're searching for leads, you're hunting, you're trying to find leads, and that's what I was doing when I first started. I was cold calling, door knocking, doing all these activities, hunting and searching for those leads who would become clients and, and you know, listings and buyers and eventually commission for my business. The second way is prescribed, where people are attracted into your business and they become leads that way. <clears throat> um, now, what I wanted when I started my business was what every single new agent wants. You get into this business because you have a passion for real estate, you like sales, um, or you, you don't even know anything about sales, which is similar to me, but you like the idea of being in real estate and you want to grow that million dollar business. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to double my business every year and I wanted to get to seven figures. I wanted to be a million dollar agent and I wanted to, you know, I wanted to help as many people in my marketplace buy and sell homes as possible. That was my goal and that's what I was trying to achieve. And when I first started, it, it didn't that look like a very, very, very far away journey. It almost seemed like an impossible task to you know, become a million dollar agent, to generate a million dollars of commission in a calendar year. That seemed uh, like a very, very hard feat to achieve. <clears throat> um, I worked incredibly hard in my first 12 months. In fact, I was probably working six days a week, almost 12 hours a day. I was I was, you know, my day consisted of pretty much getting to the office at 7.30, I'd have a meeting with my mentor, then I'd jump pretty much straight on the phone, I would just call and call and call and call and call all day, anyone, if I ran out of numbers or got bored, I'd jump in the car and I'd go door knock, 
Um, I'd be out delivering letters. I'd be writing handwritten letters to people trying to connect buyers and sellers or trying to find a potential seller. Occasionally, I'd get a meeting um, or an appointment, which was very, very rare. And I'd go to that appointment and then I'd do all the paperwork for that. And then I'd, be, I'd come back to the office and I'd figure out all the content that I wanted to put out that week. I'd write you know, blog articles for LinkedIn. I'd find statistics for um, LinkedIn as well. I'd take photos for Instagram, post them on there. I'd try and build a Facebook group. Um, so to say that I was busy was an understatement and I was doing so many different things. And I think the best way to kind of describe it is, you know, when you go to the circus or you go to Cirque du Soleil and there's that person there and they've got like 20 different poles and they're running from pole to pole trying to keep the plate spinning. Um, and if, you know, if, if they don't put enough attention on one particular plate, that plate falls. It's pretty much what I was doing for my first 12 months. I was running around from plate to plate trying to keep them spinning. And those plates were just lead generation strategies that I was trying. Um, one of the top agents that I was, uh, sorry, coaches that I was listening to, he spoke about constant, he constantly spoke about having as many lead generation strategies as possible. You need to be able to get leads from all these different sources. So that's what I was doing. I was like an octopus, just trying to keep all these plates afloat and constantly in motion trying to generate leads. Um, And what kind of happened was after 12 months, yes, I generated a huge amount of leads and I had a lot of people who I was talking to, a lot of phone numbers, um, but I had no quality leads. I had no hot leads. I had a lot of people that I was speaking to who were never going to list their home, which was fine because I was prepared to talk to them for, you know, 20 years until they did. But I also had a long list of people who were listing in 12 months, which was really strange because I'd call them, you know, a few months after they told me 12 months and it was still 12 months away. And then I'd call them, you know, six months later and they were still 12 months away. So I was talking to a whole heap of people who were half thinking of selling their home, but all they were really doing by calling them and calling them and calling them, I was just, they were just wasting my time. They were telling me they were coming to the market in, you know, four months or three months or 12 months, but then they never were actually going to do anything. All that was happening was I was just wasting a huge amount of time and effort trying to develop relationships with these people so that they would trust me and eventually list their home with me, but it never happened. And I put in a huge amount of effort with these people. I'd you know, write them letters. I'd, 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 um, I'd follow them on social media. I was just trying to connect with them in as many ways as possible so I could add as much value to them. So when the time came, you know, the, the 12 months that they were apparently going to sell, I would be the first agent of choice. But, but they never came to the market. I just had this long list of people who were never coming to the market. So what actually happened in my first 12 months was I didn't generate any high quality leads. I didn't have any buyers. I didn't have any listings. And I didn't sell a single home or generate a single dollar in commission. I was struggling. Um, and to say uh, you know, that that was an easy thing to cop, it wasn't. It was incredibly hard. I felt, I felt really confused and jealous because there were other agents in my office who were you know, getting listings every single week. And I couldn't even generate a single one. But beyond that, I couldn't even find a lead that was actually going to be a listing. And it was horrible. Um, I felt... Like I was, I mean, to get real real with you guys, I felt like I was failing myself. I felt like I was failing my friends because I never saw them because I was always working in my business. I felt like I was failing my family because they'd set high expectations for me and I was not reaching them at all. I felt like I was failing my partner because I was never around and I felt like I was really, really failing myself because, you know, coming from a a background of elite sports where I had quite a, a high level of success coming into real estate, I thought that I'd be able to transition and actually build a business and there were quite high expectations of me, yet I completely failed. I didn't even reach the bar. I, I, I just couldn't figure out this real estate code. Um, 
to get even realer with you, well, one of the hardest things that I had to struggle with was that I was just so busy all the time because I was constantly trying to juggle these plates. All that meant left me was feeling completely burnt out after 12 months. I mean, I was exhausted. Um, I never did anything for myself. Everything was waking up in the morning and it was working on my business. I did that Monday to Saturday and then on Sunday I would just crash and be too tired to do anything. Now, if you can imagine being in a relationship with someone like that, it's probably not the easiest. And at that time, um, I remember having a very serious conversation with my partner one day. We actually drove down to a park. We were sitting by the water um, and she just like, looked at me and was just completely upset. Um, she was actually from Canada and she'd moved overseas to be with me and she was there for a while and we were trying to you know, grow a life together and building this business was going to be the thing that was going to be able to provide for us. Um, but really, all it did was left her being miserable because I was never around. She moved overseas, she didn't know anyone, she was really depending on me for a lot of things and I wasn't even able to spend time with her. She'd moved there to be with me and not physically be there with me, but I was never physically around and I was never mentally around because I was always thinking about my business. I was always thinking about how I was going to get leads. I was always stressed to the max about how I was going to pay for rent that week because I didn't have any commission coming in. We were just living off savings and credit cards. I was stressed about paying back the credit cards. And it all kind of came to fruition one day when we were sitting at this park and she basically just told me that if these things don't change, she's going to leave and go back to Canada. And that would be it. Um, and that was a real shock and, and a real moment because I was, I was struggling with my business. I was mentally struggling trying to figure it out and get it to work. And um, to hear that although I was sacrificing so much, um, that it had gotten to the point where the people that I really cared and loved were were really starting to suffer from my uh, my efforts to try and grow this business. Um, and you can probably hear that it is, it is hard to talk about because it was a really tough time. I um, Probably the hardest thing was that, you know, although I was letting all these people down and I completely sacrificed my health, which had gone from being a elite level rower to, uh, you know, struggling to run around the block. Um, Although I'd sacrificed relationships with friends because all of a sudden I was never around and never available to actually go see them. Though I'd never seen my fam- I hadn't seen my family because you know, I was always working um, and was just too busy to even like jump on a phone and just FaceTime them. Um, although I'd done all this sacrifice for 12 months, I literally had nothing to show for it because I hadn't generated a single listing and I had absolutely no commission coming in. I hadn't developed anything in my business that was actually helping it grow. In fact, I was in the exact same place that I was 12 months before. Um, And what actually happened was when I had this conversation with my partner, I realized that things really needed to change because I couldn't do this anymore. If I was going to stay in the industry, I needed to figure out what top agents were doing and I needed to find out what the secrets were so that I could actually begin to grow my business because if I kept doing things the way I was doing, I wasn't going to last another month. I was, I was ready to give up. I was ready to throw in the towel. So <clears throat> what I realized was, was that well, there had to be a secret because there were other agents who you know, were building businesses that were having a huge amount of success and they weren't doing the things that I was doing. They weren't stressed all the time. They weren't um, constantly busy juggling 20 plates. So how... So if I was going to build a business that I wanted, ideally, I didn't, what I wanted was to have a, a consistent flow of high quality leads always coming in so that I could just list these, these, these houses, 
get the commission, but then not have to, to worry and be stressed all the time about being in my business. Now, there was one agent in particular in my office who um, I really followed and idolized from a distance because he had just this incredible business. He um, would regularly list... We, we, I worked in a, in a market that was quite... Um, quite a luxury market. So there were quite a few properties that were above $10 million and even up to like $20, $30 million. There was one agent and he was pretty much responsible for listing every single home that was above $20 million. And he listed almost about 50% of every home that was worth more than $4 million. So he, you know, he had this attraction business. Um, And I used to watch him and I was always a bit too scared to actually go up and talk to him because he was, you know, writing about $3.5 million at the time. I think he's doing even more now, but I was always a bit scared, but I'd always sit there. He used to sit about, you know, five meters to my left. Um, so if I was facing my desk, he would be, him and his team were, you know, just to my left and a bit in front. So I always had an, in my eye line, I could see this agent all the time out of the corner of my eye. So I would watch him and watch him. Even when I was cold calling people, I'd be sitting there and watching what he was doing. Um, and what I really began to notice was that <clears throat> he didn't cold call ever. He never did any door knocking. He never did, um, I had, we actually had a shared office um, calendar, so I could actually go into his calendar and see exactly what he was doing every single day. And his day was, was pretty much diarized all the way out, so I knew exactly what he was doing. And he was never cold calling, never had any cold calling blocks in there. He never door knocked. He never, his social media accounts, he never really posted anything on there. He had an Instagram account, but he kind of put up one thing a week. Wasn't very active there. Never had Facebook ads. Um, never did any direct mail. Never did any letters. He really wasn't doing any of the things that I was being told to do yet. He was having all the success and he would, he would list, the, he would list a, new, uh, a new property every other day, like that type of level of agent. Um, so how was he actually generating leads? And, and all he really seemed to do was just take a point. He'd turn up to the office and his phone would just start ringing from about nine o'clock in the morning when he'd turn up and his phone would just ring and he'd answer his phone and answer his phone, and he'd answer his phone. He was just taking call after call after call. When he went in and looked at his calendar, he just had non-stop appointments all day. From about 10 o'clock in the morning to about 5 o'clock in the afternoon, he was just appointment, 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 appointment. So how was he generating all of these appointments? I couldn't even, I struggled to generate one a fortnight, and I was making so many calls and talking to so many people trying to get these, um, these appointments with people so that I could turn them into listings and clients. He didn't do any of that, and he was just, his calendar was full. Um, and he only worked nine to five, and he, he would often take one of the days in the week off because he'd you know, go off on holidays for a weekend. He constantly had long weekends. <clears throat> but how was he doing that? So I actually, we had the same sales coach and the same mentor, so I actually asked my mentor one day, I was like, how is this agent doing this? And I'm doing all these things that I'm told to do and that I, that I think are going to you know, grow my business, and this is the point where I'm at, where 12 months later, I have nothing. Yet, this agent, his business is incredible. He has this, his phone never stops ringing. He lists $20 million appointment uh, houses like it's nothing. How is he doing that when he doesn't do any of these activities? And what I was told really changed my business and really changed the way that I approached everything. And it really changed my life to be corny as well because what it turned out was that 100% of the leads that this agent generated and 100% of the listings that he got had been referred to him by someone else. He was 100% a referral business and that's why his phone rang so much and why he had all these appointments was because people were constantly being referred to him. They were being prescribed to him. <clears throat> now, not too long ago, I actually hurt my, um, my knee pretty badly. Um, 
and I had to go see the doctor. And when I went to the doctor, the doctor wrote me, you know, you, you sit there, you tell the doctor that I have knee pain. And the first thing they do is they pull out that big pad and they write a prescription. You, and you take that prescription and you go to the pharmacy that they tell you and you give your prescription to the pharmacist. The pharmacist takes it, they look, they make you sit down for 20 minutes. Then they come back a couple, 20 minutes later, they give you, you know, this medication that's got a few, ta- few tablets in it. It's got like 10, um, 10 pills in it. It costs you like $30, $40. And you, you, give, you pretty much just say, take my money. And you go away and you start taking your, um, your medication. But what, you don't re- what I didn't realize in, in that whole process was that I was being prescribed. I was a prescribed lead for that pharmacist. Because when I walked in and I took that, that, um, my, uh, uh, my prescription to the pharmacy, I probably walked past about five other things that could have solved that knee pain that I had. I walked... I walked straight past the um, the knee uh, the ice packs. I walked past the heat packs. I walked past the gel rubs. I walked past the non-prescription pain medication that's probably better for you. And I walked past the knee braces. I walked past five things that would have been better for me, probably cheaper as well, because I had been given a prescribed. I'd been prescribed this particular medication. Now I didn't even argue about price because there's probably non-brand options for the exact same pill yet because I'd been prescribed this particular brand, I just paid the money for that. And when it comes to you know pharmaceuticals and these pills, they only cost a few cents to make. Yet I'm more than happy as a consumer because I've been pres- prescribed this medication to pay 30, 40, $50 for the same medication that only costs a few cents to make. And I didn't even consider going and looking at other places and other pharmacists to go and actually see which one was going to be the, the cheapest for this particular pill. I just went to the pharmacy that the doctor told me to go to because that's where I'd been prescribed. And I took it and I paid whatever they told me to do. And they didn't even give me a good service because they made me sit there and wait for 20 minutes. Now, how many of you have gone through the exact same experience with going to a pharmacy? A lot of us, we all have. We've all been prescribed something and gone and bought something from a pharmacist. We've all been a prescribed lead, but we don't realize there's the power of being a prescribed lead. The power of someone telling us to go and use a service or buy a product is immense. Now, when it comes to real estate, a prescribed lead and prescribed lead generation is referrals. <clears throat> and that's what I realized in my business and what, I, what changed everything was when I, when I changed my lead generation from prospecting, which is out there hunting, being that gold prospect, to going out there hunting for that gold nugget that's going to be a listing. When I changed to being um, when I changed to prescribed lead generation. Now, what I decided to do was like this agent that I that idolized, who was 100% referrals, I realized that if I could focus all the attention and time that I'd spent into prospecting and put that into getting referrals, well, then that would significantly change my business. Now, one of the false beliefs that a lot of people have when it comes to referrals is that they need to have a huge amount of past sales. They need to be really popular and hugely social and they need to have all this social proof of all these people that they've helped. And that's simply not true. All you need to generate referrals <clears throat> um, is relationships. Now, when I, re- when I decided to change my business and become this referral business and, and start getting leads prescribed to me instead of being out there prospecting, well, one of the first things that I had to overcome and the biggest conflict I had at the beginning was how the hell am I actually going to get referrals? You see, when I, the market that I worked in, even though I'd been there for 12 months, I didn't know anyone. I, I didn't live in my marketplace. I didn't grow up in my marketplace. My sphere of influence in there was pretty much zero. 
I mean, I cold called and talked to a lot of people at the marketplace, but no one actually knew me that well enough to actually send me a referral. And because cold calling, you don't actually get very deep with people. You just kind of you touch base over and over. Um, there were a few people that maybe I could have reached out and had meetings with and they might have sent me a referral. But there was no one actively right then who I had a, a strong enough relationship with to actually start getting referrals. <clears throat> um, so that's what I realized I had to do. I had to focus my business on relationships. So real estate is the relationship business. You hear it all the time. It's kind of, it's a colloquial phrase, yet no one actually focuses their attention on building relationships. See, referral leads are the highest and hottest quality lead you'll ever get because no one ever refers a cold lead. If someone isn't looking to buy or sell their home, they're not going to be referred to. They're only going to be referred once they've started talking to people and they're actively searching for a solution because they need to sell their home right now or they need to buy a home right now. That's the only point when someone will actually be referred into your business. Um, What I needed to do was I needed to build relationships with the people who could actually send referrals of people who were in that position. Now, when it comes to building a referral relationship, what a lot of people get wrong with it is that they overcomplicate it or they, they think that it's some sort of special relationship they have to build. Well, I'm here to tell you right now that a referral relationship is the exact same as any other relationship. All you have, I mean, all of us have friends. We've all got family. We've got colleagues. We've got people that we already have relationships with. How did you build those relationships with them? Think about children. How do they build relationships with you know, their friends? How do they make friends? That's exactly how you build relationships with people who are going to send you referrals. You see, when someone likes you as a person, as a business, they will send you referrals. They will just naturally send you referrals. If they like you and they know you are a real estate agent, the next time someone in their circle and their sphere of influence says that they need to sell their home or they need to buy a home, they will naturally refer your services. Don't have to overcomplicate building relationships. Now, who do you build relationships with? That's another episode and I will get into that. And there's already an episode on that. If you just go back and, and start from the beginning, I'll teach you all of that anyway. So go back, listen to the beginning and you will hear exactly who to target, what to say, what to do, how to get as many referrals as possible. I've already covered it. Go back and listen. But <clears throat> what I found in my business was that because I'd spent so much time in the day prospecting and searching for leads and hunting for leads, when I stopped doing that, I had a huge amount of time in the day. So much time and energy and um, you know, finances that were freed up, that were tied in with other things that were trying to generate leads that when it came time to build relationships with people, I just naturally took the time that I was spending and focused in on building relationships. And because I was doing that, the return on those investments was so much more than sitting there and cold calling all day. Um, it's immense, I can't tell you. And if you want to build, you know, when it comes to getting referrals, you really need to focus in on building deep relationships with people. If you can, if you can get someone to like you or trust you or you know, you know, be your friend, they will naturally just send you referrals. You see, people that you cold call and strangers, they're much less likely to send you a referral than someone you went to school with and have an amazing relationship with. It's just common sense. So how do you build relationships? Well, just some simple ways of just be helpful, be nice. Add value to them. Um, solve problems. If they're, maybe they own a business, how can you solve problems in their business? How can you be enjoyable to be around? How can you spoil the people in your in your um, uh, your sphere of influence? How can you how can you treat them better than uh, um, and and like spoil and treat them and give them gifts? 
These are the types of things you need to be thinking about when it comes to building relationships. Now, when you take all that time that you're prospecting and you focus in and all that money that you focus on, you know, generating leads um, that are involved in prospecting and you focus that in on relationships, well, what you'll find is that you'll naturally just build strong relationships so much quicker and so much easier because you have this time and energy and, and, uh, and finances to actually put into building these relationships. And I, it, you know, this whole process of building relationships, can't really cover that on one podcast. So I will 100% be covering it in future ones. I'll be going in deep. I'll be telling you exactly what I'm doing in my business right now to build relationships with people uh, with the purpose of generating high quality leads and building my business to the seven figures. And I've already talked about it in previous ones as well. So you can go back and you can hear exactly what I did in my real estate business um, back in the day to, to build these relationships. And in the future, you'll hear exactly what I am doing right now to continue build relation, these relationships. So just you know, stay tuned, subscribe, and you will learn everything there is to learn about that. <clears throat> now, what happened in my business when I did change my lead generation model and my strategy from prospecting to prescribing, from hunting from leads to just generating referrals and building relationships was that you know, the best thing was that I just had balance in my life again. <clears throat> now, I had that, that really deep and, and hard conversation with my partner that one day about not having any balance and spending no time with her and not having any energy to, or um, mental t- um, energy to actually spend with her and be present with her. Well, that wasn't a problem anymore. That pretty much solved itself. You see, when I wasn't out there spending all this time and energy focusing in on getting leads, trying to hunt for leads and search for them, I just freed up all this time. I had these relationships when they knew someone who was looking to sell their home, they got sent to me. There's a lot of, you know, when it comes to referrals, there's a lot of science behind why they're a much higher quality lead and why they list with you a whole lot easier. And I'll cover that as well in future episodes. Um, But basically, you know, someone that is referred to you will be the easiest close you'll ever have in your life because they just naturally trust you already. They're a hot lead. They're looking to sell their home. They have a problem that they need solved. Um... Um, but what I found was, you know, because I had all this extra time and I wasn't as stressed all the time because I actually had leads coming in that were high quality, well, I just wasn't burnt out anymore. Real estate became a whole lot more fun. I got into real estate because it was my passion, because I really enjoyed real estate and I wanted to be in the industry. And after 12 months, I was beaten and battened to the point where I wanted out. But once I, you know, started getting leads attracted to me, once I started getting referrals, Real estate just became fun because I wasn't mentally exhausted. I wasn't physically exhausted because I was just building relationships with people. That's you know, a really, really fun way of growing a real estate business. I mean, sitting there and making a hundred cold calls every day in the hopes that you'll talk to, you know, 50 people and hopefully book an appointment. That was kind of, you know, for me personally, that was kind of horrible. Now, if you enjoy that, then go ahead and do that. But I don't know about you, but I don't want to be talking to 99 people every single day that don't really need my services. I'd rather focus in on talking to you know, one person that really needs my services every single day. And having that person sent to me, having them put their hand up, be identified and then referred into my business is a, such a better conversation and such an easier close and, and more fun way to build my business. When I focus in on just having fun, building relationships with people, business became easy and business became fun. And the, the return on the investments that I made and you know, financially, I mean, let's be real, we all get into real estate for financial reasons. It's a job, it's not a hobby. Well, financially, the return that I got from focusing on relationships was so much higher than when I focused in on prospecting and trying to generate leads. 
Um, and that's what I want for all you guys as well who are out there. I mean, if you're struggling with your lead generation, if you're not, if your business isn't at the point where you want it to be, and even if you've got a strong business, you don't, you're not enjoying the business that you have. What I'm trying to tell you is that, you know, generating relationships with people and building relationships with people will get you so much higher quality leads and you'll have so much more fun in your business as well. You'll get your passion back for real estate, which is really important. And one of the reasons why I think there's such high turnover in this industry, um, one of the goals of this podcast is to help real estate agents because there is this huge turnover of real estate agents out of the... People come into the industry and I think it's something like 80% of them will leave in the first five years and that's just way too high. And I think the main there's two main reasons. One, they lose their love for the industry, their passion that they had when they got in. It's just gone after five years. And I think the reason for that is because they're not generating enough high quality leads. They don't have enough people who actually want their services. Now... That's one of the problems that I want to help solve and want to you know, have less turnover in this industry so people can actually build the businesses that they want and have the success that they want as well. Um, <clears throat> and you know, if, you'd like, if, if you'd like to learn more about generating your consistent high quality leads so you can get control of your business, control of your life, control of your personal life, um, you know, have more fun in your business, get your passion back, and spend zero time dealing with all these time wasters out there that don't actually want your services, who don't need to sell or to buy, and who keep telling you that they're 12 months away from doing so. It's the worst phrase that I hate the most in real estate. Um, then make sure that you go back and listen to episode one and listen through all the way to this episode and beyond. Start from the beginning because you will get the most out of this podcast if you do so. You will learn how to generate limitless leads that actually turn into listings if you do so. Go back, listen to the beginning. Um, um, Also on this podcast, there's this amazing feature where you're actually able to ask a question and get it featured on the podcast, which is super cool. So you can basically be sitting there listening to an episode and you'll hear your own voice on the podcast. Just go to leadsthatlist.com slash question. And when you go there, there'll be a video to explain everything you need to do. But what you basically have to do is just click start recording, ask your question. You just speak it out loud. It'll pick up your, the microphone in your phone or your computer will pick up the question. Send that to me with your email and name so that I can reply back and say thank you and give you credit. Um, that, that audio file will actually get sent directly to me so that I can, pl- I can you know, plug that directly into the podcast and answer your questions live on here. So if you've got any questions about how to build your business or if you've got any questions real estate related, send those questions um, to me at leadsthatlist.com slash question and I'll make sure that I answer them live on the podcast. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Please rate, please review the podcast. It will do a world of good in getting this message out to more people and getting more people into the community. Um, And if you've done it already, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, Guys, that's all I have for today. I hope you've learned exactly how to build an attraction business and how to attract high quality leads into your business and how getting leads prescribed into your business will be the biggest game changer that you will ever have in your real estate business and in your career. All right, guys, thank you so much for for staying on for this time. Thank you for, for listening and I can't wait to talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Please remember to subscribe and leave feedback. Would you like me to teach you for free 10 secrets to get anyone to start sending you consistent, high quality real estate referrals? If so, go download your free referral secrets guide by subscribing to this podcast at leadsthatlist.com.
Again, that was leadsthatlist.com.